0: This world is flooded with pop-up masterminds all of a sudden, and most of them suck because they don't know how to facilitate the feeling of family. They don't know how to facilitate growth by getting everyone to work together. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools... Tips and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today, listen, I'm calling us all out. And when I say us, I mean us as a society and the way that we feel about our finances and the way that we are doing financially. And I've got this to say, it is just time for us to do better it is totally time for us to do better. And I'm actually going to prove to you why with a really interesting story that I overheard the other day. Now, speaking of doing better, most of you are entrepreneurs and you're working your tails off on your business. And you've either plateaued or it's gone backwards a little bit, or it's definitely in an upward projection, but God, you just wish it would go faster. The key to getting past all of that is a mastermind. And it is the right mastermind. I'm just going to put it out there. I really don't hold punches. right? And so here's the deal. This world is flooded with pop-up masterminds all of a sudden. And most of them suck because they don't know how to facilitate the feeling of family. They don't know how to facilitate growth by getting everyone to work together. They don't have the ability to bring in entrepreneurial celebrities, and the absolute best in the business teachers. Most people just don't have the ability to do that. And listen, that is not passing judgment on them. I am just stating a fact that it is an art to pull together a family of 30 entrepreneurs and create massive growth over the course of 12 months for them. There's a rhyme and a reason to why that happens. And I've got that mastered. Now I'm doing interviews for the 2019 slots that are available. More than half the people from the 2018 class just rolled over and renewed. And so that doesn't leave a lot of slots and I'm having awesome conversations. But the thing I take most seriously is this. I need the right 30 some people in there. And I'm talking like the best mix of personalities and ambition and diverse skill sets and diverse businesses. And so... I'm going to continue to interview over the next few weeks and I want you to get your application in. If you're an entrepreneur that is in the multiple six-figure range or even the low seven-figure range and you want to learn once and for all how to get into multiple seven figures, then this is the mastermind that you have to go check out and apply for. Go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Again, it's fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Don't let that negative self-chatter to keep you from hitting apply. I want to see your application. I want to jump on the phone with you and I want to hear about your goals and see if you're a perfect fit for that room. For the Fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Now I opened up this episode by saying we simply have to do better. And here's what sparked that inside of me. I was on a dog walk the other day and I overheard somebody else who was walking down the sidewalk very close to me. Now, it was a woman, she was on her phone, and I could tell she was pretty stressed. And she was saying to the person on the other end of the phone, she said, listen, I can Venmo you $20, but that's all I have. And I know it doesn't make as much of a difference as you need it to make right now, but I hope it at least helps. Now, that was as much of the conversation as I was able to grab. But quite honestly, that was all of the conversation that I needed to hear. Because I could tell you right away what was going on based off of exactly what she said. She was being an incredible human by lending whatever money she had to lend. And in this case, she said the most she could spare was $20. And she was ready to Venmo it to him right away. The person on the other end, I could tell, was obviously in dire need of money. So much so to the point where $20 seemed like it was worth it to Venmo somebody. And also, she stated $20 is not going to make much of a difference in the help that that person needs, but she hoped it made at least some difference. And so here we have two people that are trying to do the right thing, right? One person is asking for help, and I love that. We all need help at certain times. And the other woman who I passed on the sidewalk, she was offering help. As a matter of fact, how cool is it that she's offering basically the last $20 that she can spare? So I applaud them, the person who is asking for help and the person who is giving their very last $20. I applaud them and I say, for doing that, well done. For doing that, well done. That's the first step. But here's the problem the fact that the woman can only lend $20 to somebody who clearly needs more. That's got to change, right? When good people make good money, they do great things. And this is clearly a good person, but she's not making good money. And so she was just able to give 20 instead of 200 or 2000 or whatever that person in need on the other end truly needed. And the other person here, that's part of the equation that needs to do better is the person that is asking for the money. Now, let me be crystal freaking clear. We all have hard times. We all have to ask for help once in a while. We all end up with hiccups or mistakes or bad decisions. God knows I have been there in a big, big way. But when I say we got to do better and why we should not be in a position where we're asking for money, I'm saying that because when I was in that position, it wasn't because life happened to me. It was because I happened to me. It was because... I wasn't doing what it took ahead of time in order to make sure that I never ended up in a position where I had to ask for help or I had to ask for money. Do you guys follow me? And so there's two people at fault here. And I know that probably works something up inside of you. You might even get a little bit angry hearing it. What do you mean this person's at fault for you know being down and out and needing a loan? And what do you mean that person's at fault for you know giving her last $20? Don't forget, I'm applauding the person who asked for help and I'm applauding the person who gave their last $20, but I'm saying it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And that is why there are so many problems left unsolved in this world right now is because people can't even spare more than $20 right now or because people are in position where they have to ask for $20 right now. These are good human beings that would love to make a great difference, but they are unable to because they are missing that tool called money. Can you imagine how good the woman on the sidewalk that I passed would have felt if she had been able to say, Hey, no problem. I will send you $2,000 immediately. Don't even worry about it. We all end up making mistakes. That'll fix your problem. And you you can start from zero again. I bet she would have loved to have been able to say that. Instead, she appeared flustered and Frustrated and like she wanted to help but didn't have the tools to help. And the person on the other end of the phone, imagine what they feel like. I'm sure that they did not take pride in asking for help or receiving $20 towards their problem that day. They probably had never felt more down and out than in that moment. Except I'm sure, I'm sure that if we sat down with that person and walked backwards in their timeline, we could find the moments and the decisions, and maybe even the lack of effort that allowed them to end up in that position. And again, if this works something up in you, if this makes you a little bit angry hearing this, then good, because then it's a wake-up call. Because without emotion, you won't pay attention to it. Sometimes the truth is hard to hear. And I don't want you to forget that I put myself in that position as the asker in the past. And so, I am not judging. I'm speaking from experience when I say I could have avoided being in that position years ago where I had to ask for money, where I had to start from below zero again by making better decisions. It's part of that concept that Lori and I live by of 100% ownership, 100% of the time for 100% of our outcomes. And when you live that way, Oh, let me tell you, everything opens up for you. And so we've got to do better. The person that could only lend $20, they have to do better. The person asking for the $20, they have to do better. If you cannot give enough money to make a difference where you want to make a difference, then you have to do better. I'm calling you out. You have to do better. I am not yet at the level where I can give millions and millions of dollars at the blink of an eye, like I've seen friends do. And so therefore I have to do better as well. We have a moral obligation to stop being so damn lazy and selfish to make better decisions and to be able to accumulate and use this tool called money towards a greater good. And until we do, listen, we're going to be facing problems left and right. We are going to be facing problems left and right until there is enough money going around for us to solve every last damn problem out there. And so listen, I want you to take responsibility for doing better. I want you to listen to this wake-up call to do better. I hope that you agree that you and I and everybody else needs to roll up their sleeves and do better. Because when we do, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things.